Hi, and welcome to Travel Tips Tuesday. My name is John, and this is a podcast where it is my goal to serve you well by providing you up-to-date, creative, and personal travel tips to make the best out of your travel goals. We hope that you enjoy the episode. Hey, good evening, everyone, and welcome back to Travel Tips Tuesday. I'm very glad to be able to talk to you tonight about a very important topic at the Walt Disney World Resort. It is May the 21st, 2019, and tonight's topic is buses, boats, and monorails. Oh my, right? So when you travel to the Walt Disney World Resort, one of the most important topics that people often talk about is transportation. So we're going to dig down into it. But tonight, before we get into that, I want to remind everybody that if you're listening on the podcast version of this, whatever platform that it may be, Apple, Spotify, Stitcher, iTunes, Google, um, whether on your mobile device, on a desktop, please leave me a rating. I would really appreciate that. That would help me to be able to help other people. That's how those things work and those algorithms work by by ratings and the better they are the the way they reach other people so if i've ever helped you with that also would appreciate a reading uh, rating as well on my business travel page as well so would appreciate that but that's all i'm going to say about that tonight so let's get into it shall we buses boats and monorails oh my transportation at walt disney world so Regardless if you're going yourself, if you're going with a family, um, if, you're, if you're driving, you're flying, whatever the case may be, one of the first things you're going to do when you're thinking about a trip is you're going to consider all the different modes of transportation that there are to offer. And immediately, we often think about, well, buses, right, and the monorails. Those are the two that come to mind. We are going to talk about those. But um, there are also, there's also Lyft, Uber, minivans, and that's not minivans like we got outside my driveway, but like minivans like M-I-N-N-I-E vans, boats, rental cars, rental vans, private coaches or private buses, other private modes of private transportation, and of course, uh, your own car. So lots of different things that, in, that you can do to get around the Walt Disney World Resort. And don't worry, there's one more that some of you may be thinking of that I'm going to talk about that I left out of that list kind of intentionally. So... There are a lot of different uh, options to get around the resort, and and really the question at the end of the day is which one is right for you. So what I'm going to do tonight is I'm going to split up the modes of transportation into three basic categories. And again, you know, this Travel Tips Tuesday is part of this kind of travel basic series that I'm doing to the Walt Disney World Resort. So hopefully this will help you, especially if you've never been to the Walt Disney World Resort. Um, This is a great video to watch, a great one to share to your friends that may be traveling to the first time, uh, because this is going to help provide them a lot of the different options that they will have when they go to stay on property. So let's get started. First off, let's talk about buses. That's the one that is most often talked about at Walt Disney World. You see them driving everywhere around property. They've got Walt Disney World plaster on the side. There's a little display placard on the side and on the front that says, you know, which resort or which part of property uh, that they're going to. You see them at the airport. Uh, You see them, you know, at Disney Springs, the parks, pretty much anywhere and everywhere around Walt Disney World. Uh, You even see some that say Disney Cruise Line on the side. What are those all about? So let's get into buses. So resort transport specifically, you know, that's going to include transportation uh, within the Walt Disney World Resort, meaning, you know, from the hotels uh, and from Disney Springs, also uh, ESPN Wild World of Sports, uh, one of Disney's other uh, properties they have there. So um, please be aware of that. Uh, there are also some uh, other things to be aware of with resort transportation. And I just realized my video is backwards, so give me just a second. Oh, that's a lie. 
hitting the wrong button here. I'm just doing this tonight, kind of going with the flow because sometimes that's how life works. There we go. You can see me like right way around now. I hope that's better for you. Um, never done that live, but we just did it. So there we go. All right. So resort transportation. Uh, we're talking with the parks specifically and also the hotels and Disney Springs and also the ESPN Wild World of Sports. So think about those specific places for now. We're going to get into some other options. So typically resort transportation um, starts about an hour before the parks open and then about two hours uh, after the parks close. So if you think if you're thinking like I went to Disney Springs or I went to you know another park and one parks later open later than the other or whatever the case may be um, and, and you've closed that one park you will have some time to get back to your car theoretically. And there's still some other ways to get back um, that, that you could utilize if for some reason you're you're past that mark. So um, don't leave your car parked at, at a Disney parking in a Disney park parking lot overnight. That's just not something you want to deal with. Um, there's a possibility of them getting towed and, and you know, lots of other, just, you don't want to do that. It'll be more trouble than it's worth. So if there's a way for you to get it back to your hotel uh, or wherever you're staying, um, please make an effort to do that. So again, resort buses from parks specifically run an hour before they, the park opens usually and then two hours after they close. Now, if you're going for a run Disney race specifically, there are different bus hours for those. And those are going to vary based on the race and based on the time of the race and things of that nature. So if you're watching this and you think, okay, I'm a run Disney person, I've signed up for a race, um, that does not apply to what I'm, what I'm saying right now. Those hours will vary based on, um, based on the races, you know, transportation to the starting line at least. So keep that in the back of your mind. That's a separate transportation issue for run Disney races. Um, and also the hours to and from Disney Springs vary. Disney Springs vary. Now, when I was... Uh, in, the par in the parks last week and in Disney Springs last week, the, the rule was um, that they would they would be running pretty much you know around the clock starting early in the morning to late at night from the Disney owned resort hotel. So if it's got if it's got Disney's and then fill in the blank, be it Polynesian, Grand Floridian, Contemporary, or any of the All Star, Pop Century, or Art of Animations, or the moderates like Caribbean Beach and Coronado Springs and any of the Port Orleans resorts and any of the others that are out there. If it's got Disney's and the fill in the blank hotel, then uh, those hours will typically be a little bit longer. Now, if you're staying at a Good Neighbor Hotel, there are some transportation op options, but again, I'm not talking about Good Neighbor Hotel transportation options. We're talking about Disney-owned hotels. So this is, these are some of the perks that you'll get there versus staying at some of the Good Neighbor Hotels. The bus systems are a little bit different, uh, and we want to be aware of that. So one-way buses from um, the Disney parks to Disney Springs, uh, as of last week, we're running at about 4 o'clock. Um, all the way until about 11 or so. Uh, and then again, that's going to vary based on the hours of the park, uh, the park that we're talking about, also the time of year, uh, and things of that nature. And those things can change. Um, there is not direct transportation from Disney Springs to the parks. It's very important to think about that because some people may be thinking in the back of their mind, well, in order to avoid the parking fees, I can just park at, you know, I, I can just park at Disney Springs and then just take the bus to the parks. You can't do that. Okay? You can't do that. So uh, just keep that in the back of your mind. We don't want you to get into that. All right. Um, and then another type of, there are two more types of uh, bus transportation we'll talk about. There's this little thing called Disney's Magical Express. Um, and I actually, again, participated in that last week. And I may do a separate Facebook Live about that. But basically, if you're staying at a Disney-owned resort hotel, again, Disney's fill-in-the-blank hotel, um, they offer direct 
transport from Orlando International Airport, not Sanford, not Tampa, but MCO, uh, Orlando International Airport, uh, from there to your hotel. Now, there may be a couple of stops, but there's some really cool luggage tags. If you sign up far enough in advance, uh, they'll send you in the mail. They're yellow. They're easily spotted. And your, mag your luggage will magically make its way from the airport all the way to your hotel room. Um, and you can theoretically, you know, head, head to the parks once you get to your resort, completely bypass the check-in desk and uh, go into your hotel room because your bags will be delivered there for you. Now, if you have questions about that and how that process works, please let me know because there are a couple of particulars that you need to be aware of um, when, when doing that. And I don't want your, you know, I don't want anything to happen to your luggage. I don't want you to get frustrated. Um, but please just keep that in mind. Dizzy's Magical Express was very easy for me to use. I enjoyed it. Uh, it helped me get to the parks a little bit faster. And I highly recommend it if you're, if you're taking, um, if you're considering taking Disney Resort transportation at all, or if you're going to be staying at one of the resort hotels. So Dizzy's Magical Express is awesome. Um, again, I also mentioned up front that you see occasionally a bus that will have Disney Cruise Line on the side of it. And that is because Disney does offer direct transport from the Walt Disney World Resort to Port Canaveral, Again, Port Canaveral only is the main um, Disney um, port, that embarkation point that they use um, to send many of their ships on Bahamian and Caribbean cruises. So if you're doing a, what they call land-sea vacation, meaning you might be going to Disney World for a little bit, or maybe you're staying on property the night before your cruise and you want to you wanna shuttle over there, you can do that. There's, there's some transportation options, options available. Those are in addition to, those are not included. What I was just talking about with the resort transportation and also Disney's Magical Pre Express, that is included. Uh, the cruise transports uh, transfers are not. So please keep that in mind and we'd love to answer any questions about that if you're considering a Disney cruise and Walt Disney World trip. The second, again, these are mostly free options except for what I just mentioned with the cruise, cruise transport uh, on property for Walt Disney World transportation. The second big thing we're going to talk about is the monorails. Who loves the monorails? I know I do. That's kind of like a ride in and of itself. I you know, kind of maybe memorize the safety announcement when you get on and the doors close. I'm not going to do it now because that would just be ridiculous. But um, we say that sometimes Disney has shirts that they sell with that on there. Uh, it's 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 a pretty kind of entertaining thing. When I was a cast member, I used to go ride the monorail and just kind of go around the loop, the Magic Kingdom Resort loop, and then maybe from Epcot to Magic Kingdom and Magic Kingdom back to Epcot sometimes. So just for fun, um, and you can do that. Um, so it's yeah, if if you wanted to, it's kind of like the first attraction. Um, before you even get into the parks, besides maybe some of the boats, which we'll talk about in a second. Um, but the monorails is a mode of transportation. Um, it is a subway-style vessel that's up top on a single rail. It doesn't go underground. Um, it's elevated. And as opposed to the one at Disneyland, you can actually stand up inside it the whole time if you wanted. The one at Disneyland in California is a little bit shorter. It's a little bit smaller. The routes are not as long. So if you've seen my personal Facebook timeline picture, that is the monorail um, at Disneyland out in California, not Walt Disney World. The Facebook story picture that I posted just a little while ago announcing tonight's broadcast, that was the monorail at Walt Disney World in Epcot, actually. So we're going to talk about that. There are two main monorail kind of paths, okay? There's the one that goes around the Magic Kingdom Resort Loop specifically. All right, so it goes to the Magic Kingdom, um, Disney's Polynesian Village Resort, 
Um, and also uh, the Contemporary Resort, that is the one that the monorail actually goes through, goes right above Chef Mickey's, it's really cool. So if you're looking for a great dining place to, to think about, consider Chef Mickey's, you can look up and see the monorail go through the hotel. It's a pretty neat little thing to watch. Um, and then there's also Disney's Grand Floridian Resort and Spa, which is a pretty cool place to stay. So as far as convenience and ease of resort transportation, um, those three resorts are some of the deluxe resorts uh, that have a pretty premium price. And one of the biggest reasons for that is how close they are to the Magic Kingdom and how easily it is to get to Epcot because of the monorail. So uh, monorail is a, a great, uh, very reliable um, mode of transportation that I love, and it's a lot of fun. It's very easy to get in and off of it. Uh, if you have anybody in your party with mobility issues, like in re wheelchairs or uh, even big wide double strollers like we have, um, we have a Bob double stroller. It's very easy to get in and off of it. You don't have to break the stroller down. So that's a perk of using the monorail as opposed to getting on a bus. So if you get on a bus, you do have to break strollers down. You cannot... Um, you cannot just roll them onto the bus. If you are in a wheelchair or an ECV, meaning an electric wheelchair type vehicle um, that, that you're riding in, um, totally fine. You can actually ride those onto the bus itself. They will strap you in. You're the first one on, um, and you may be the last one off, and that's only so there's enough space for you to get off safely and for everyone else to get off safely once you arrive at your destination. So if questions about that, uh, please let me know. Again, that's the, the talking about folks with um, particular mobility needs that are using the bus system. And also uh, the perk again of the monorail is it's not as much of a hassle typically. So keep that in mind. So there's a monitor, the Magic Kingdom loop that we just talked about that stops at those three resort uh, hotels. And there's also the Epcot to Magic Kingdom round trip line. So you can say Magic Kingdom to Epcot or Epcot to Magic Kingdom either way. Um, from the Ticket and Transportation Center, which is also one of the stops uh, for the monorail loop. Um, you can take that from the Ticket and Transportation Center, which is on one end of the lagoon at, at the kind of Disney's Magic Kingdom Resort area. You can take that over to Epcot if you wanted to, or you could take it over to the Magic Kingdom. So there's two lines, essentially. There's the express line that runs between the Magic Kingdom and, uh, and, the, and the Ticket and Transportation Center. And then there's, which is where the parking lot is. If you drive, you, know, you have the option to drive to the Ticket and Transportation Center, get off, get on the monorail, go to the parks. So there's an express line that goes directly to the parks, or there's another line that will also take you and stop, as I mentioned before, at the three hotels from on the loop. And the other option is to take that line uh, directly over to Epcot, and then you can hop the monorail back and go back over the Ticket and Transportation Center or to Magic Kingdom if you wanted. So uh, there are a bunch of different options for the monorail. Again, it's very easy. It's not as complicated as I'm probably making it sound, um, but it's very easy. It's a fun method of, of, of transportation uh, to use. Uh, families love it. It's quick. It's easy. And even when the parks are closing right after the fireworks are ending, um, it's, it's, it's pretty easy to use. So highly suggest that if you're thinking about a stay at the Walt Disney World Resort. The next thing we're going to talk about tonight are boats. And you're probably thinking, oh yeah, I, I know about the boats. You're talking about the ferry from the ticket and transportation center, you know, after apartment car, you can walk, take the monorail, or you can, you know, get on the ferry and go across the, the, the lake or the lagoon over to Magic Kingdom, right? That's what you're talking about. No, you can actually do that. Yes, that is an option of these big riverboat style ferry sort of, um, 
sort of shuttle boats, but they're big and they hold a lot of people um, that will take you over to the entrance to the Magic Kingdom from the Ticket Transportation Center. That is an option. There are some boat attractions in the parks, where that's not what we're talking about, but there are also some boat options that you may not know about that will take you from some of the hotels in the um, Disney's kind of Hollywood Studios and Epcot Resort area. They're called Friendship Boats. They'll take you from some of those hotels like Beach Club, uh, Yacht Club, the Swan and Dolphin has some, um, Boardwalk, uh, that whole resort area has some. They will take you to the entrance very close to Hollywood Studios and also over close to Epcot. Uh, there are also some other perks to staying in those resorts that we may talk about at a later time. Um, to kind of ease of use and getting to Hollywood Studios and Epcot. So the Friendship Boats will take you. Uh, we, we've done this before. Uh, they're a lot of fun. The, the boat captains, by the way, if any of these boats are very friendly people. They're Disney cast members, but, you know, they've got the proper licensing and things to drive those boats. They're not just somebody Disney hired and pulled out of nowhere. A lot of these people even have, a, you know, like military-level Navy experience, merchant marine experience. So they know how to, you know, pilot these boats safely, but they also know how to treat guests safely as well. Um, and if you have any specific transport needs or mobility issues that, that, that are of concern, typically, again, it's pretty easy to get an off of some of these boats. So, um, you know, let me know if you have questions about that. We'd love to talk to you about the friendship boats. Uh, one other also perk of using the friendship boats is that if you're over at Epcot, um, if you remember before, I talked about how big around the path is around the World Showcase, which is one part of Epcot. It's over a mile around it. If you were to walk around the whole thing, and once you get about halfway around, you're like, oh, yeah, it's, it's kind of far away. i got to go back, right? Well, one of the things that you can do um, before uh, set up for the Nighttime Spectacular, which currently is Illuminations, um, you can go from one end of the World Showcase to the other using a friendship boat. Now, that doesn't run the entire time because at night, again, they're prepping for the Nighttime Spectacular, so they're moving um, in you know, kind of these floating barges that have these different effects that are set up on different fireworks and other pyrotechnic effects and even this giant globe thing that's out in the middle of the lake. So when they're doing that, the boats are not running. So it's typically like late afternoon uh, is when those will stop running. So if you have questions about how that works, um, you know, let me know. I'd love to talk to you about that. That's another mode of transportation as well. Uh, when I gave my trip report last week, when my family went to the Magic Kingdom for the day, I mentioned that we stayed at Disney's Port Orleans Riverside, and we took a riverboat from our resort over to uh, Disney Springs. So that's another uh, boat option for you. It's very scenic. Um, it's It's beautiful. As well, you know, these boats stop at uh, the Port Orleans, Riverside, Port Orleans Riverside and French Quarter, Saratoga Springs, Old Key West. Um, you, you'll go right by the, excuse me, uh, you'll go right by the, the treehouse, um, DVC cabins that, that you will see. They, they kind of look like a cabin, but they kind of look like a treehouse. Um, they're pretty spacious inside. Uh, if you want to know about those, let me know. We'd love to talk to you about them. Um, but the river boats are a great, just sort of easy, relaxing mode of transportation to take if you just want to chill out and relax a little bit before you get to Disney Springs and want a fun way to get back. Now, one thing that I will say about the boats, if there is lightning in the Walt Disney World Resort area, or I believe the rule is about like 5, 10 miles close, something like that, um, those uh, boat transportation modes will be um, either completely canceled for the rest of the day, depending on the severity of the weather, um, or they will be temporarily paused, meaning you will have to take one of the other resort modes of transportation, but you won't be stuck. 
Um, you, their buses are typically always available, um, and there are also some other modes of transportation we're going to get into a little bit. So please be aware of that. If you want to take a boat, uh, they will not be running if there is lightning outside in the area. So be aware of that. Um, so let's talk about, oh, we've talked about boats, we've, we've talked about uh, buses. Let's talk about on-demand transportation. Okay, on-demand transportation, and this, these are paid modes of transportation that you can get uh, for your trips down to Disney. Um, they, the Uber is around Walt Disney World. You can get Uber there. You can get Lyft as well. Now, Disney has actually partnered with Lyft, and they have a special ride-sharing service called, get ready for it, minivans, right? I mentioned this earlier, and again, not minivans like get out, slide the door out, and get in. Um, like a lot of families have, but minivans, as in uh, they're SUVs that are decked out like a Mickey Mouse, so with the red, you know, the red, red car, and then polka dots or SUV, as it were. Um, and they they do have uh, child safety seats uh, and booster seats, so you may want to check on um, that as well as far as the age of your children, if that is con a concern for you. Uh, some of those do have those available, um, and Disney actually uses the Lyft app. So if you're on Walt Disney World property, you're staying at one of the resort hotels because, then, again, the minivans are available at any of the D Disney resort-owned hotels, uh, Disney Springs, basically any of the official uh, Disney, Disney property, you can get those. And they are a little bit more than uh, your standard you know, Lyft, uh, larger Lyft ride. Uh, but the Lyft the minivans are driven by Disney cast members. You'll hear some awesome Disney music. They know Disney trivia. Um, they're, they're awesome people. So I've driven for Uber and Lyft, and that's, like, that's a job that I would love to have, is being able to talk to folks and be able to take them to their you know, destinations around uh, the airport, or excuse me, around, uh, around property. Um, occasionally, also, you may see them up at the airport. So I read a story recently of a guest that was surprised um, at Orlando International Airport, um, and they were picked out. Um, to have a free shuttle directly to their uh, hotel. So that was kind of cool having that set up. So um, minivans are an awesome, great way to get around. If you want something a little bit faster um, and a little bit more you know, easy, uh, great mode of transportation. So minivans are awesome. So you may be saying, well, there's one thing that you left out of the whole Walt Disney World Resort transportation system, um, and you haven't talked about it, and I want to hear about it. Don't worry, I'm going to, but I'm not done yet. Um, I want to talk about prearranged transportation. There are three different things that, again, these are uh, mostly paid modes of transportation. Um, your own vehicle, so if you drive your own car, you know, SUV, van, whatever the case may be, down, there's that. There are parking fees if you're staying on property at a Disney Resort hotel. Some of the off-property hotels do have parking fees as well, but you want to check with a specific hotel about that. Um, they're, depending if you're staying at a value, a moderate, or a deluxe resort hotel on Disney property, those parking fees... Uh, will vary, and those are paid directly to the resort. If you have a credit card on file, they're automatically going to charge it. You're not even going to have to go through the go to the front desk to do that. Um, those parking fees were implemented as of March 21st of 2018, so they've been doing that a little over a year. If you haven't been to the parks in a couple of years and you plan on driving, that is something you want to be aware of when you go. So it's not new, but it's still kind of new for a lot of folks. Uh, the second thing is rental cars. Um, if you want to get a rental car but you're already down there or you're flying in, a great option. There's an Alamo uh, car care center on, or an Alamo rental car center on property. If you're staying at a Disney Resort hotel, um, there is a free shuttle available as well from your hotel to the Alamo facility to pick up the car or you know, return it as the case may be. 
Uh, of course, you can always take Uber and Lyft to, to go over there and pick up or back to your resort after you've dropped off if you need to do that. And a lot of folks that may take a day trip over to another park down the road in Central Florida or maybe over to the beach. Uh, to Cocoa Peach, to the Kennedy Space Center, um, or just spend a day at a beach at, at another hotel. Uh, you know, those kinds of things, there, there are lots of different ways to get around, uh, but a lot of people like rental cars for that reason, and it's very easy to get one. Um, you know, we can help you set you up with that and let you know a bunch of different options that, that are available for that. So, uh, your own vehicle, rental cars, with the Alamo that's on property, you can do that, super easy to set up, um, or you can pick one up at the airport. If you're flying, flying in, the third option is also private coaches. Um, and not like coaches, like team coaches, but as in like buses, right? So you can do buses. There are also some vans. And then, of course, uh, private kind of executive level transportation. So limousines and different other things that we can arrange for you uh, to get around as well. So lots and lots and lots and lots of ways to get around the Walt Disney World. It's not just the monorails. It's not just the buses. It's not just, you know, one big kind of ferry boat. There are lots of ways to get around. Um, the last thing I'm going to talk about is the newest mode of transportation. You've probably been uh, waiting on me to talk about this, and that is the gondola system that is being tested right now. Uh, some of the gondola vehicles have been unwrapped, and you can see those if you're on property, not all of them. Uh, there's still a lot of testing that's going on, uh, but the rumor is that I heard last week is that there's going to be a soft opening uh, of the gondola system this summer, and it doesn't run um, property-wide. Please keep that in mind. Um, the resorts, the Disney Resort hotels, that it will run either kind of very close to um, that, that's easy to get to are uh, Disney's Pop Century Resort, which is a value resort, uh, Disney's Caribbean Beach Resort, uh, which is a moderate resort, Disney's Art of Animation Resort, which is a value resort, Disney's Riviera Resort, which is the, which is one of the newest ones that's under construction right now. Um, that one will be finished within the next few months. Um, it will run close to that. Um, it will also run to Epcot and Disney's Hollywood Studios. So if you're thinking, okay, I want to try it, but I want to go to Magic Kingdom or I want to go to Animal Kingdom, it's not going to those specific areas. And again, only those places that I listed just a second ago is where it's running. Um, and those hours will vary. Again, they're still kind of in the testing phase of that. But there, again, I you know from heard from a very reliable source that uh, it will be having a soft opening sometime this summer um, with hopefully full availability before Star Wars Galaxy's Edge opens um, in at the end of August. You know, basically kind of early fall, late summerish. Uh, so please keep that in the back of your mind. Very excited about Star Wars Galaxy's Edge. Could talk about all day, that all day long. I just saw a picture of um, all the cast members for Star, Star Wars Galaxy's Edge lined up in costume all throughout the land over in Disneyland because it opens in the, at the end of this month in about like, what, nine, ten days, something like that. Very excited about that. So um, lots to look forward to. So at the end of all this discussion, this has been a lot of information that I've thrown at you. Let's think about this. Just ask this basic question. How do you know which one is right for you? Of course, you can think about you know, where you want to go, sure, and what you're going to be doing, um, the hours of the day and all that. But really, what, which one is right for you? Well, the first thing that a lot of people think about is price. Is it in your budget? Is it, is it, is it, is it a new experience for you? Um, is it something that maybe you've done before that you haven't done before or, you know, is, is the weather going to affect it? So um, another reason is this flexibility of travel. So what time of day are you planning on going to a particular destination on or off property? So the location matters well. Is it on 
or off property. So lots of different questions to answer to think about, you know, because you remember a lot of people see the buses everywhere and they're like, oh, you know, Disney buses, I can hop on one of those and go to Universal Studios or SeaWorld. No, you can't. You can't do that. There are ways to get to Universal Orlando uh, or to SeaWorld or even over to, to Bush Gardens in the Tampa area. But, uh, you know, you want to make sure that you select the right mode of transportation and stay aware. So of, of those modes, and if they're running, again, like, like the buses, excuse me, they're pretty much always going to be out there. Um, also, like the boats, that again, in case of lightning, they will not be running during those times. Uh, for the gondola system that's going to be opening up soon, there will probably lightning may very well be an issue. Um, you know, wind, high winds could potentially be an issue. So lots of different things to consider just to think about um, as, as you're planning your trip and to be aware of. But there's always going to be a way for you to get around. You're not going to be stuck anywhere if one of those modes goes down. Um, you know, Disney's has backups upon backups upon backups, and they will take care of you. Um, that's one of the things that I love about Walt Disney World is that they want you to have an awesome experience. They want you to be able to get to your destination. They want you to have a blast doing it. So um, if you do have any questions about Walt Disney World transportation, um, if I left anything out or if there are any questions, again, just something maybe you're not quite sure about or one thing you may want to add to the discussion, please add those in the comments below or shoot me a message right here on my personal page. I uh, would love to help plan a trip for you if that's something that you're thinking about to the Walt Disney World Resort. Um, I had a conversation with somebody today, my buddy Brian, that was watching this earlier about Royal Caribbean Cruise Line. Yes, um, I actually booked Royal Caribbean trips, um, Carnival, Princess, any of the other major cruise lines that you're thinking of. If you're thinking about an all-inclusive trip, uh, maybe to Sandals or Beaches or uh, to some of the other amazing all-inclusive resorts that are out there. If you're looking for something special like an adults-only all-inclusive, we can talk about that. There are lots of different things um, that I can do being part of Travel Nation. And it's not, you know, the size of the group doesn't matter. The occasion doesn't matter. Um, the, the destination usually doesn't matter. But what matters is, for me, is that I will offer you personalized service. Uh, without any additional cost uh, for individual packages that are booked. So I would love to help you out with that. would love to be able to serve you and serve your family well. You know, you can think about it this way. A lot of times when you're buying a house, when you're buying a car, uh, when you're doing your taxes, which I don't ever offer tax advice. Uh, if I ever try to, don't listen to me. But a lot of times you will pay for an expert when you do those things. With Disney vacation packages specifically and some of the other packages we book, um, that price for somebody like me is already built into your package. You're going to pay it one way or the other. That money's going in Disney's pocket, or you could support a small business for somebody like me um, and, and, or, or a friend. So I uh, would we'll love to be able to partner with you in that and support you. I will treat you like family, and I'll be there for you every step of the way. You can do as much or as little of the planning as you like. So. Again, if you have any questions about that, about transportation, about uh, working with me as, as your agent or, or allowing me to serve your family, we'd love to talk with you more about that. Uh, thank you for joining tonight on Travel Tips Tuesday. Again, we've talked about buses and, and monorails, and uh, we've, we've talked about boats and all sorts of other things and different ways to get around Disney. It's been an awesome conversation. I hope you enjoyed it. Hopefully, we'll see you next week. Have a magical day. Bye-bye.